All right. Welcome to the New Music Podcast. We got your two favorite jackoffs from upstate New York. We got Woo! Kyle. And we got Pat. Hey, and Kyle. Kyle's <laughs> really enjoying his beer today. What are you uh, drinking? No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm actually drinking a Miller Lite, surprisingly. Whoa, that's, that's a little different for you. That's, that's really different. They don't do anything, by the way. <laughs> they don't do anything. Well, neither does Michelob for me, but I gotta say, I'm really enjoying this Oktoberfest from Sierra Nevada. This is, this is a really nice IPA. This I actually tried, I actually tried um, a pumpkin spice beer. What, you know, they're, they're uh, hit or miss. They're hit or miss. They, I'm telling you right now, if it did not have pumpkin spice flavored in it, it would taste like a Coors Light, 100. <laughs> percent well, 100%. Well, I can't remember what it's called. It? Oh. I because uh, it was my stepfather's uh, birthday a while ago, actually. And I forgot to talk about it. But yeah, that was when I sent you guys about the apple pie moonshine, actually, that I had. Ooh. Now that's oh, some that shit was that good. I would try. That was good. <laughs> and he's actually making peach wine as we speak. So I'm gonna, yeah, I can't wait. Peach wine. It smells okay. Fucking harsh right now. It smells harsh. Well, I, I I can't even pretend to understand what the process of making wine is. Oh so. no, it's it's like ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I think it's gonna take like a year just to get it perfect. Yeah, it's gonna take like a year for him. That's a lot of work for alcohol. But it'll be worth it. I hope. <laughs> what I mean, he made a lot. He made a lot. <laughs> he made a lot. Barrels? Or yeah, he's making one huge barrel. Uh-huh. Like one huge barrel in their living room. <laughs> in my mom's <laughs> living room. Yeah. Jesus. So Pat, we haven't talked in a while. How are I know. you? I know. It's been crazy. So I started a part-time job at Starbucks, and it's literally interfered with certain things that are supposed to be coming up on the podcast that uh, we're keeping low-key for the moment, because I'm really excited to announce these things. Um, But it has really interfered with not only us doing this podcast, but those extra things. So between between, uh, Starbucks and Lyft, I think all of my time is kind of just uh, escaping me. (laughs) So other than that, how have you been? Because oh, we actually haven't talked. For the, I know. for the listeners and viewers at home, we have not talked in like we two weeks. We recorded last Wednesday, right? And we're now recording yeah. on a Saturday. We haven't talked in over a week. That's weird for us. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a so, crazy fucking week. So, so I'm going to let you. How have you been? And then I'm going to tell I you haven't how been I've sleeping. been. That, that's all there is to it. Is I haven't been sleeping. I've gotten I've been like, having I've some had, weird dreams. I've been having some like crazy dreams. I've only gotten a like handful the- of hours of sleep a night. Like, like speaking of, we're we're recording this on Saturday. Yeah. Or no, no, we're recording it on Sunday. Jesus what the Christ, fuck am I talking? Sunday. About? Yes, Sunday. Um, I had the most scariest fucking dream because I thought it was true. I thought I I swear oh, to God, gosh. I thought I had enough. I was dreaming. And I was like, you know what? I'm fucking done. Blah, 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 blah. And I kicked open my my sister's door. 
like I literally kicked open my sister's door and like I grabbed my vape that, that she has. And be, let, let me give you a backstory of why she has my vape is because she has no Probably faith in me. You've been feeding. Oh, there we she go. She has no faith there in me. There we go. She <laughs> told me what she told me the other day. She's like, as soon as you hit two months, then I'll throw it out. So I was like, Ooh. okay. Ooh. But but listeners and viewers, I am on a month straight without vaping. So I'm doing good. Doing good. Ooh. But uh anyway, like I, I got that that was the backstory. But I kicked open her door and fucking railed on my vape that was in her room for like literally until I actually got a head high of nicotine. And I was like, and then I woke up immediately right after and I was like, (laughs) I was like freaking the fuck out. So that didn't actually happen. That was in your dream. Yeah, that that was in my dream, but it freaked me Mm. out because it it felt like it was real. I swear to God, that happened last night. What the fuck? (laughs) Oh my god. So I have some stories for you as well. Oh. So we haven't talked for a while. We were supposed to do a recording a couple days ago, and you were talking about, and I meant to message you back. I don't remember exactly what happened, but you weren't having a very good day. No, I was not not that day. That day I was not having a good day. These past this past week has been fucking terrible. God but damn. There's a reason why. Um as everybody know, as everybody knows, I've been working at Walmart for almost a year now. For almost a year now. Damn, so, time fucking flies. Yeah, time flies. But um we had inventory the other day oh that's right um i got to see everybody that we used to work with not everybody because some of them got fired and or left yeah but um i met the new guy i met the new guy uh the new uh big big head boss uh and he looked his name is kyle obviously (laughs) kyle meet kyle (laughs) yeah that's um i it was so fucking great to see those guys again. It was just amazing. The whole time, I actually stayed four hours ahead of my shift. Like, I stayed four hours late just to keep with them and talk to them the whole time. So You're going to start working there again. Well, well, they offered me a job. Yeah. Yeah, they, they offered me immediately a job. So... I don't know. Uh, this other job that I was trying to go for actually hired another person, so maybe, just maybe. Mm. But um, I, I'm thinking about emailing them later on. But anyway, so yeah, I got to see them. It was great. It was great to hang out with everybody that that still works there, and they miss us. Not gonna lie, they really yeah. miss us. When I saw them when they were at the Troy store. That was what they were all saying. Like, we need the whole perk squad back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly what they said to me. And Rel, oh my God, Rel, he was talking to the new boss. I had to go go somewhere, and then I came back, and they were like, "Yo, this man over here, 
this man. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my, my, my Kyle in the building. <laughs> Started freaking the fuck out. <laughs> Joe has a, Joe is a top gun. How is Joe a top gun? Joe? Yes. I, I don't You remember, remember Joe. Joe. Yes, you know. do. Yes, you do. Because remember, every time I played the Eminem song, he was like, a boing, doing, doing. He would sing along to the whole fucking thing. And he was actually my roommate. Yes, he was Will Dozer's uh, roommate for a little bit. Oh, that's there we go. Now it's all coming back. Yes, (laughs) he's a fucking top gun now. Well, if he can do it, I can jump back. I can jump back into being a top gun. He moved it. He moved up quick. But uh, anyway, yeah, it was great to see everybody. Um, they have a lot of new faces. Um, but yeah, they offered me a job and stuff like that. I'm still like, eh. Yeah. Eh. But uh, okay. Now here, story time. Story, story time. time. <laughs> Quick. Because I, I actually, oh my God. So what is the biggest flex? you could ever do this happened to me yesterday i don't know like whipping out your dick and you actually have like a 10 inch dong or some shit i don't know well that's close <laughs> um, wow yeah that's close but um <laughs> i can't believe this fucking happened a guy in his probably mid 30s early 40s I went to the bathroom, or I was going to the bathroom, and uh, I went to the urinal to take a piss, and this guy walks in, like I said, mid-30s, late-40s. He made sure that everybody in... It was a packed fucking bathroom, surprisingly. And uh, the guy made sure everybody was looking, and he literally dropped everything. Just fucking dropped everything and just began pissing. Free hand and everything. Put his hands behind his back and just pissed. I was like, what is going on? The biggest flex you could ever do. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I feel like it's easier to no hand. and per- I don't know from experience, but I feel like it would be easier to no hand. Like pee in a urinal if you've got a little member because it goes straight yeah you know i don't know that's just my i how i perceive how that would go because the bigger you are the further down you're aiming without your hands i'm just saying the biggest flex (laughs) literally dropped everything at a urinal <laughs> the only thing more awkward than that would be if he just let out like the loudest, juiciest sounding fart, fart? while doing it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah. Fuck, dude. Oh my fucking god. Man, story time really got ahead of us <laughs> the today. Biggest flex. The biggest flex. Fuck, oh, dude. I think I'm gonna try that next time I'm out at a Walmart. <laughs> In a past bathroom, I'm gonna fucking try this. Uh, tune in next week, and we'll see if I actually build up the courage to do it. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you have the courage to do that. I don't think. I don't think it's worth it. I, I just don't. 
I don't oh, think like no matter how big your dick is, like, is it really worth showing like ten dudes in line at a Walmart bathroom how big you Max. are? Cause like I feel like that's the time you get jumped. <laughs> <laughs> like, and also, I forgot to say this. Um yeah, the team is not good. The team is yeah. not good. I've heard guess how much they missed in dollar amounts in my store. Too much. Nine hundred thousand dollars worth of merchandise missed. Oh hell no! <laughs> so how much of that was Joe as a Top Gun? <laughs> and the worst part is the reason why that my week has been fucking shit is because of that nine hundred thousand dollars worth of freight not counted because. The system's like, oh, we're out of all of this shit, so we're going to send you all of this shit. So, oh, hell no. Yeah, we got a lot. We got a lot of freight sent to us after that inventory. Well, at least you're not like the Walmart near me that doesn't have self-checkout because they're working on it, I guess. They've been working on it for a couple weeks now, supposedly. They're upgrading or doing, they're like doing like little repairs and like upgrades around the store. It's kind of weird. Hmm. Yeah, that is weird. I've never heard of that. Uh, yeah, I know. But, all right. Are we, are we done with story time? I think we are. Okay. All right. On to the news. The newsy news. On to the news. I would like to start off with Go South Park. <laughs> South Park. Um, Fucking South Park. How did how did South Park find its way onto this podcast? This this uh, is what amazes well, me right here. Well, Dying Fetus was featured into a South Park episode. First of all, I thought it was fake. First of I all. I thought so too. I did too until I saw it. Well, I did see it, but then I was like, alright, somebody dubbed that. Okay. Right? It's probably something stupid. And then I actually did research and yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not the first time <laughs> they've had metal on the show, but like, oh, no. like they had raining blood in the hippie episode. Now the thing is yeah. like, I'm not the biggest South Park fan. I, I'll, I'll admit that maybe in my like teenage years, I was bigger into South Park, but now I've, I feel like I've kind of grown out of it, but to see that fucking dying fetus made it on there. That's, yeah. That's kind of a big deal. <laughs> Well, the only episode that I really want to see, and it's never on, is the World of Warcraft one. That's the oh, only that one that I shit. love. I love that that's, fucking episode. That's like the last good season of South Park. Well, that's the only episode I truly enjoy. But other than that, I c- props to Dying Fetus. <laughs> props yeah. to them. Because they definitely could use that some, uh, publicity. That was, that yeah. was fucking cool. That was pretty lit. It wasn't that bad, honestly. It, it it had like butters just randomly yelling in the background too. That was like, like what the fucking threw me <laughs> off. I was like, what the fuck? All right, and then I don't remember his name, but the one that's uh, handicapped was playing oh drums. My God. Jimmy, Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy's behind the drums, and I'm just like, yeah. I don't think he can handle all the kicks that are involved in death no. metal. Not with his legs the way they are. 
<laughs> no, not at all. Oh, you need a thing. drum machine for kicks. That's right? what you fucking need. Oh, my God. Got to program. Programming that shit in. Yes. Oh, man. I think it would be worse if they had him with a microphone right next to him because he'd be stuttering every other, like... <laughs> <clears throat> Okay, if there's a death metal band or a deathcore band out there where the vocalist has a stutter like that, please send it to the new music podcast at gmail.com. But (laughs) fucking do it, please. I just need to see this. Yes, please. I need this. I need all that. All day. Oh. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, moving the fuck on. Um, um, you ready to talk okay. about something somewhat tragic? Uh, I can. Okay. We're going to take, take it back a little bit. We're going to tone it down. All right. A man was charged in a fatal stabbing after an Amanamarth and Arch Enemy show. So, why are we stabbing people at metal shows? That's not, that's not what we do. All right. No, No, it's not. (laughs) It's really not. It's really not. All right. So I've got a Metal Sucks article, and the headline is what I literally just read. All right. A man was stabbed last weekend during an altercation that erupted after the Amanamarth Arch Enemy show in Edmonton. I think I said that right. The man was rushed to the hospital but eventually died of his wounds. So, rip. Um, Sorry. Sorry to hear about that. Um, in a new report from CTV News, the identity of both the victim and the attacker have been revealed as David Cox, age 34, and Andrew Bishop, age 36. Respectively, yeah, respectively, whatever. Um, Bishop has been charged with manslaughter. Police told CTV that the victim and the attacker did not know each other, but no other details about what caused the fight or what transpired have been released. So, that's all we know. (laughs) I honestly think it was probably something fucking stupid. One of them was probably drunk as shit. Like, stupid drunk. I can absolutely see that. I mean, this kind of shit is why Valentine's doesn't exist in Albany anymore. Because somebody got stabbed because they didn't understand mosh etiquette. I guess someone bumped into them, they freaked out, and pulled a knife on them. Like, it's just... Stupid shit like this is just... It gives metal a bad name. It really does. And I'd really like to say that we're better than that, but lately, with crowd killing being as predominant in deathcore as it has been, I don't think it's going to get any better until all of those dumbasses die out, or they eventually... It's going to take a bit. It's all become homeless and nobody even realizes they exist anymore. Or they get their fucking asses handed to them. So Now, I am all about that type of justice right there. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So. Hit your local crowd killer. <laughs> yes. Piece the fuck out of your local crowd killer. <laughs> I'm going to start a... Um, a GoFundMe to make that a new music podcast <laughs> t-shirt. Yes! 
New yeah. Music Podcast on the front, and on the back, it's going to say, Kill Your Local Crowd Killer. Yes! <laughs> yes! I need that in my life. All right. If you uh, if you need that shirt in your life, send us an email to the new music podcast at gmail.com or hit us up uh, in the DMs on Instagram. Or you can just fucking find us individually on yeah. Facebook or Instagram or any of that good shit. I have a feeling this is about to become a thing. I have a feeling this is about to I hope a- so because I kind of want the shirt. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I'd fucking wear it around. I don't care what's <laughs> on the front. I'd wear that around. I'd put it on my foot. I would honestly wear it at a hardcore show because that's where you're honestly going to see it. Like a local hardcore show. Um, It depends on um, from city to city, because at least with the Albany scene, you don't get that many crowd killers. The the crowd killers at Albany hardcore shows are typically 30 year old men because they need that's their weird flex is. Oh, you're standing at the edge of the pit with your arm out like this. You don't want to be fucked with, so I'm gonna fuck with yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, true. Oh my god. All right, what else do we got in news? Um, let's go over. So we're gonna take this moment to we're gonna start making uh cringy, cringeworthy nickelback memes. Oh um, yes, yes, we need to bring that shit back. With, Look uh, at this Donald photograph. Trump. <laughs> Look at this photograph. It makes Donald me Trump laugh. Really make me laugh. <laughs> Donald Trump makes me laugh. <laughs> All right. So, um, obviously, uh, from Metal Sucks, Donald Trump posts cringeworthy Nickelback me. Um, I see the meme. Um, it's pretty fucking cringe. <laughs> I'm lying to you. I just feel pretty- like. I just feel like Donald Trump as a whole is the a fucking embodiment. retard. Well, yes, <laughs> but I feel like he is the embodiment of cringe. For as long as yeah. he has been president, he has literally been the embodiment embodiment of cringe for he me. He is the Nickelback of presidents. Let's go. <laughs> but That'll anyway. be our second T-shirt design. <laughs> yes. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> there exists a person whose job is to design and create memes for Donald Trump. Think what? about that for a second. That what? person has to tell their friends and parents what they do for a living. Humiliating. Excuse me. The Trump meme designer general's latest masterwork involves a reper. reper- Purposing, there we go. Of the old meme involving Nickelback 2005 hit photograph, in which singer Chad, I don't fucking care. Fuck Chad. To, yeah, fuck <laughs> Chad. Extend, <laughs> extends a literal photograph to some humorous end. In this case, a shot of Democratic presidential candidate hopeful and former vice president Joe Biden and his son, Hunter Biden, posing with a Ukrainian gas company border member. The implication in the heat of the ongoing impeachment investigation against Trump, hashtag fucking 
impeach Trump, that fucking retard. But anyway, <laughs> is that Biden is in the in fact the one guilty of corruption in his dealing with Ukraine. Look at his photograph, the president tweeted. It all caps. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, now, he didn't. here's the real question. How does Nickelback feel about this? No, he didn't. I'm not even done with this at all. I'm not... No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No. 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 Okay. Oh, I gotta compose myself. Bring it, bring it back in. We can do this. We'll get okay. through this together. Okay. Louis photograph. The president tweeted in all caps. Her going. Stop laughing. His usual. It's really hard not to. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. Take. Take three. Louis this photograph. The president tweeted in all caps for foregoing his usual penchant for bizarre capitalization choices. That's bizarre. Sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> the, video was, the video was removed from Twitter after the label owning the track. WMG submitted a copyright claim. But <laughs> you can view it via a YouTube rip below along the original tweet. Oh fuck! <laughs> View it via a YouTube rip. It actually shows the video. Oh no! I gotta see it. Hold up. Hold up. Oh shit! Here we go. <clears throat> I'm trying to watch it through your glasses. Oh, guys, the YouTube version of this is going to be great, but this episode, this part of the episode in audio format is going to be so fucking confusing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> hold on. Let me give you a play-by-play. Let me give you a play-by-play. Play. All right. All right. A, a news reporter says to Joe Biden, have you ever spoken to your son about overseas business dealings? And Joe Biden says, I've never spoken to my son about his overseas dealings. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then you hear, look at his photograph. And it shows the picture <laughs> of Joe Biden and his son and, and the Ukraine guy golfing. And it shows a bunch of hearts on both of their heads. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. It says Ukraine gas exec, Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. And it has hearts on all three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna have that. to share this to the new music podcast uh, Facebook group because this is too good. <laughs> oh my god! No, I'm not done in the fucking. Oh, hold on. Uh oh, technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Uh, you While we are working on that. Daddy Pat is going to take a quick piss. All right, so we'll be back.
We'll be right back. And I'm back. And I brought pizza. You motherfucker. Yeah, I'm literally about to eat pizza in front of him. You son of a bitch. This is going to be a little bit of fun. I fucking hate you. But anyway. (laughs) But anyway. Fuck you. (laughs) We're not done with the the article, okay? It's got one more sentence. Okay. One more sentence. Nickelback have yet to comment on the matter, but they are currently touring in Brazil. Chad's new BFF, for some reason that's in quotation marks, uh, has yet to comment either. And that's it. And it shows the actual tweet. It said, video not displayed. This video has been removed in response to resort of copyright. That's amazing. So that means that they chose not to respond, but they did choose to report that for plagiarism. I mean, I can see, like, I mean, he's on tour. I get, like, he doesn't want to get into it, but it's the president of the United States. Yo, if the president of the United States posted a picture of me on his Twitter, you better damn well believe I'm going to have a fucking statement. (laughs) Like, (laughs) at least, and now here's the thing. If he responds while on tour and he makes that part of a part of the performance, that's a big deal. That could, Hell yeah. That would get that would get a lot of news articles talking about Nickelback again. Oh yeah, it would. As but, much as we hate Nickelback, it would oh, get we, in the spotlight. We are, we are very adamant about how we dislike Nickelback on this podcast. <laughs> and we dislike fucking Trump. So not to get all political. around, we just hate everything about the story. <laughs> yeah, facts. Actually, we hate everybody involved in the story, but we like the story because it's funny. Oh my god, that's fucking hilarious! It's the same thing with uh, when he did uh, oh my god, fucking Ozzy Osbourne when he did the crazy train and he flipped shit oh about my that. God. <laughs> I can't remember what episode that was, but yeah, I remember that when you. When you take both of both that and the post Malone thing into consideration, this has been an interesting year for for Ozzy. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. But that's uh, that, that, <laughs> that's if it makes you feel any better. If it makes you feel any better about me eating pizza in front of you, the bottom's a little bit burnt. So I'm going to be struggling to eat this, but I'm still going to eat it. That doesn't. I'd still eat the shit out of that. All right. So, next order of news. <clears throat> next order. Not really a me story. This is definitely a Kyle story right here. All right. Oh, WWE no. 2K20 video game to feature many good bands. Are you ready for this? Okay. So, in in the headline itself, it says, feature Bring Me the Horizon misfits and poppy songs so they they've done i don't mean to cut you off but they've done this before 
the last game that I had in WWE was 2K18, I believe, and they had MGK with his brand new album. Like, I mean, brand new album. Um, it it's not that uncommon, especially in 2007. 2007, they had a lit soundtrack. I mean, a lit soundtrack. Same with 2006. So, I mean, obviously, it's trying to I've keep definitely, up. I've definitely been out of the loop in terms of, like, just wrestling in general, not even WWE. I mean, when it comes to WWE games, game-wise, I should say, I've had every, every game from... SmackDown, shut your mouth to 19, 2K19, when THQ went out of business. Mm-hmm. But um, they've had great soundtracks in every single one of them. So they try to keep up with the music industry. For I think that that's stuff. a smart move just because no, people who um, <clears throat> people are more likely to play a game like a wrestling game that has a good soundtrack to it. It's the same thing that like um a lot of like racing games do. Yeah. It's just a smart move. You you have a good soundtrack, it's a better game. Yeah. But here's the thing. Especially right. I, I don't mean to cut you off again. I don't mean Go to ahead. cut you off. But um do, like the WWE games have been I mean I don't mean to get into a video game standpoint, but they've gotten shittier over the years. Like, if you look at the graphics between now and 2007, I'd rather play 2007 graphically. Like, that's (laughs) sad. No, no, I swear to God, THQ is the best. Unfortunately, it went out of business, so that's a rip. Yeah. But THQ is the one of the best makers of SmackDown versus Raw or WWE 2K or whatever the fuck it is. But it looks I don't give a shit about all that. Yeah. <laughs> but like but here's anyway, the thing. if they pulled yeah. a, a dragon I'm, I'm gonna indulge in this video game talk here. Because as somebody who's <clears throat> avidly more into classic games like classic Nintendo stuff, that's just oh, my yeah. forte. That's just what I'm into. But I would really like to see like a Dragon Ball Z Budokai style for a wrestling game, if that's what I was going to play was a wrestling game, I'd want to be able to play as like Kane from the nineties, Kane from the two thousands, and then oh, yeah. Kane now. You know, like things like that. I would like to I be mean, able to have technically, hundreds of people you can that. play as. Yeah, you can technically do that in the newer games. You can actually hmm. you can do that through either the story mode or Oh, uh, it's it's something else. It's not story mode. It's something else. But anyway, or people yeah, we're, not a, we're not a video game podcast, but we will indulge this yeah. idea. <laughs> or uh, some people created it, and you can download it off of their profile. But either yeah. way, see, that's pretty I cool. can see I can see where you're coming from. Um, I'm really hoping, like I said in the way later podcast, AEW. They've been getting a lot of WWE superstars, and they're using them very well. And I'm hoping to see in the video game and wrestling standpoint, I'm hoping to see an AEW video game because I will buy it immediately because the roster is great. But anyway, you know, to be hilarious, (laughs) you know, to be hilarious is because Blackcraft has been doing wrestling, too. 
I think that'd be hilarious if Blackcraft did their own video game for wrestling. <laughs> well, if they, if they, okay, if they do get a <laughs> game for wrestling, Pat, you're going to come over to my house and we're going to buy it and we're going to play it. And we're going to have our we're reaction. Gonna, we're going to stream that shit. We're going to stream Absolutely. and react. We'll do Absolutely. all the shit. All the, Absolutely. all the things for that one, because that's a weird one right there. Blackcraft is into everything, though. They're into, uh, yeah. they do uh, clothing, they do liquors, they do furniture and wrestling. Like, it's hard to say where the future of Blackcraft as a company is. And also, and also, I don't mean to, because I know you've been busy. You did not upload my issues video. Oh, oh, okay. I'll get on that. I'll get on that right after we're done with this episode. Thank you for reminding me. Yep. Fuck but you anyway, for reminding me while we're, we're recording the podcast. I'm sorry. But thank you for <laughs> reminding way. me. <laughs> Either way, there's a video coming up on the YouTube of New Music Podcast yep. <laughs> of, of your boy reacting to the issues. But we're going to get honest, on to I still haven't even watched it. I forgot all about it. It's definitely. Uh, all right, I'm not going to get into it. And when we get to the new releases, then we'll get into it. Okay. But other than that. All right. So, Back into anyway. this article, and then we're almost we're almost done with the news. We're almost done with the news. Almost. All right. So, the Misfits' 1996 song "Hybrid Moments" is on the soundtrack. Um, Poppy's 2018 cover of the Gary Newman song "Metal," which I first of all I wasn't aware that that was originally a Gary Newman song. That's interesting to know. I'll have to go and listen to both yeah, the original and that one. Um, and then we have Bring Me the Horizons, Wonderful Life, which features Danny Filth. I think that's great for bit for Danny Filth because Danny Filth, yeah. I don't think, has been on anything quite like that yet. I could be wrong, but that's that's what I how I perceive it. Um, let's see here. That's to headline the list. Contributions from Muse, Grandson, Motley Crue, and the Black Keys will be included as well, among other non-rock tracks. So let's see here. The here's the soundtrack list that as we have it so far. There's the artist Banks with their song Gimme, Barnes Courtney with their song 99, Bring the Horizon, as I said before, with Wonderful Life. Grandson is with their song Stigma. Little Uzi Vert with Exo Tour L L I F three. I'm not liking that, but we can continue. I'm not liking that at all, but let's continue. I mean, I can make all the comments about how they could have picked any other trap or rap artist. Josh A. <coughs> Josh A. J. Kill. <coughs> Motley Crue featuring MGK. This ought to make you oh. happy with their song, The Dirt. My boy. MGK. Muse with their song Dark Side. Poppy, as I said before, with their song Metal. Now, here's an artist that I have not seen before, but maybe you have. Saweetie? With their song Icy Girl? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I've definitely heard of that one. No, I've not. You never know, man. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. Okay, so the Black Keys with Low Slash High. Misfits, as I said, with hybrid moments. Yep. And then Watt featuring Post Malone with the song Burning Man. Mm. But what about Bring Me the Horizon? Was that Bring the one the that Horizon? you just 
Yeah, that was the one that features Danny Filth with uh, the song oh, Wonderful okay. Life. Okay. Okay. Yep. For some so reason, I thought the... I did not hear Bring Me Horizon for some reason. Probably because I glossed over it quick. But yeah, that's yeah, the, the the soundtrack's full track list as we have it, which will drop October 22nd. So keep your eyes out for not, that if that's your thing. That's not really bad, honestly. It's not a bad lineup, minus the little Uzi, minus him. But um, other than that... I mean, if they could just get Jake Hill Josh A on that shit. Facts! There is a song I would like to see on there. It'd be the Jake Hill song that's uh, 23 to the face. Facts! That or the song about school shootings, because that song gets me mad hyped. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. But they're going into... They're still in the PG era, so I don't see that happening. Probably not. That's... No. If they were in where... It was still the Attitude Era, then I would be able to see that. But other than that, no, I don't see it. But it would be dope. It would be dope. You know, it's funny to think that in the future, there could be emo rappers on soundtracks like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but... All right, my last little bit of news is that Victory Records has been sold. Now, (laughs) I don't know if you know who Victory Records is, but for me personally, Victory Records was a big part of my, my, I guess, like, freshman year of high school. Because that had bands like Hawthorne Heights on it and Silverstein. A lot of big name bands that were really big in the early emo music. That yeah. was, Victory usually, Victory had its hand really deep in that shit. But It's the end of an era, folks. The infamous Tony Brummel has sold Victory Records to Concord, the self-described independent worldwide leader in the development, management, and acquisition of sound recordings, music publishings, and theatrical performance rights. God damn, that's a mouthful. Yeah, it is. So at least we can still crack wise about leading independent music retailer Victory Records. (laughs) Oh. Metal sucks. You guys have, you know, you you really come through for us this week. Really Especially come through for us this week. week. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Um, the company, which already owns uh, the catalogs of such metal-friendly labels as Razor and Tie, which has All That Remains, The Sword, and Loma Vista Ghost. I don't know what that's about. apparently made Brummel an offer too attractive to decline, despite the fact that he hadn't been looking to sell the business. All right. Although terms of the deal have not been publicly disclosed, Billboard estimates that Concord paid somewhere in the range of $27 million to $34 million for the Victory (laughs) Records company. Wow. wow. I mean, if you think about all the uh, revenue that that company has generated, that's actually oh, yeah. a pretty good deal. That's a yeah, pretty no, good deal. Can we have a million of that? Like, just, um, you know, if it falls by the wayside or just gets, you know, you don't see it on the book somewhere, just donate it to the New Music Podcast. <laughs> I mean, we need it. We're poor. <laughs> we need We're it. We're poor as fuck. 
we would live off that million dollars. Are you kidding me? That would take care of both you and me, you and oh. my family yeah. like for years. Oh we wouldn't have to God. work that whole time. We'd be able to commit because fully we are, to the podcast. we are fucking really good with money, <laughs> saving-wise. So Jesus we'd be Christ. fine. <laughs> All right. They believe that you know they had a... I don't mean to cut you off. I don't mean to okay. cut you off. You know how much I would be a dick at my job that I have right now? I'd be like, I don't need this fucking job. <laughs> you walk out of Walmart. To... Yo, I would do the same thing at Starbucks. But I just started there, so it would be even more dickish. I'd be like, thanks for the training. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye, bitch. All right. They believe that they had an annual revenue range somewhere in the $5 million-ish range. Holy the deal, fuck. So, so for that, knowing that at least for the next five, it, it would take them four to five years to make that money back. Somewhere between... Wow. Three to five years, I'm guessing, to make that money back. And as long as they hold on to the company and do do well oh, to yeah. the to the artists that are on there, they could they could double that money. The deal includes not only the victory name but infamous bulldog logo. Another victory. Another victory. Brummel's publishing company as well. Mm. So. According to Concord's chief business development officer, Stephen Salm, another one of the company's acquisitions, Fearless Records is most like is the most likely name to handle marketing of Victory's upcoming releases. Yo, that's interesting because yeah. Fearless has had their hands in in so many bands that like the joke has just become that they have like an algorithm for what makes a Fearless Records band. Yeah. <laughs> they so, have, like, almost everybody. So... <laughs> yeah. In one way or another, they've interacted with every big name in the oh, modern yeah. metalcore industry. 100%. So, uh, here's, here's a quote. It says, They will remain by Brummel, who sources say has a limited, non-complete clause that will allow him to pursue opportunities in the music business going forward, if he so chooses. The staff will work on Brummel's other businesses, which includes a third-party merch business, plus some real estate and other investments. Also, they will be involved in assisting with onboarding victories, catalog, and royalty payments onto category on onto Concord's platform over the next few months. So, some exciting things going on for bands that were currently signed to Victory. Yeah. Now you're fearless. <laughs> now you're kind of fearless yeah, kind of <laughs> i could see that being a knuckle pat like kind of fearless <laughs> fuck you <laughs> <laughs> fuck you oh man all right so i think that concludes the news what do you think i believe so i'll make a quick joke about how the band that i've never heard of flaw has plagiarized pretty much everybody oh, we're not gonna read those articles because i don't even know who the fuck flaw is i don't know either so for them no to be idea. plagiarizing 
is kind of like, oh, okay, you plagiarize bands, and I don't even know who the fuck you are. All right, cool. <laughs> on the Nailed next. It. Ten out of ten. Uh, on to the releases. Oh, new releases. Right. Ready? Yes. What's up, listeners? This is the New Music Podcast. This is the part of the show where we tell you guys how sick you are. I'm going to take a really quick shit. So your feedback allows us to improve ourselves as we keep this show going. So whether you love us or hate us, you can call us at any time at 518-360-1134. Again, that's 518-360-1134. And if you're an artist or you know an artist that you want to talk about on the show, just shoot us an email at thenewmusicpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget, guys, we also have the Instagram and Facebook group where we post lots of daily content. Just remember, we're three regular jackoffs from upstate New York. We don't bite that hard. So feel free to shoot us a message with anything you got. And we're back. We're back! Yeah! <laughs> Ah, that, that was, was terrible. Not, that was not even planned. That was awful. All right. Yeah, that was terrible. So, on to the new releases. New, new, new releases. Kyle. Mm. I want to talk about something. Mm. He's, trying to, he's trying to be chilling. Oh, the new issues album. <sighs> okay. Now... I will preface by saying I do not share Kyle's sentiments or feelings about the new Issues album, except for one song. There's one song I enjoy on the record. But Kyle, go ahead and say what you got to say. So in the start of the episode, or somewhere in this episode, I told Pat that he forgot to upload something to YouTube. Yeah, he's giving me the finger. But anyway... (laughs) Um, it was about the new issues album. Um, before I go into the actual, my opinion of the album, um, the music video that I reacted to, uh, kind of put me off of the, the issues album. I didn't know what to expect. I was what hoping- song was it? Uh, oh shit! He doesn't remember. Uh, fuck! Hold on! <laughs> <laughs> hold on! Hold on one second! Hold on one second! Uh, okay. I'll just throw in the creepy Jeopardy theme right here. That's what it is. Flexing. Oh. Yes. Fuck. I can't remember. I, I don't know why I couldn't remember that song. But um, Flexing was... Um, if you listen to the album, by the way, you should look up that fucking album because it's fucking lit. 
But um, surprisingly, I was dancing throughout that whole entire album, minus two songs that hit me right in the feels, right in the feels. <clears throat> but um, I was dancing throughout that whole entire album. Not going to lie. <laughs> Kyle is not much of a dancer. I am not, but I was <laughs> showing my moves in the mirror as I was brushing my teeth this morning because I just found out that oh they released God. it. Oh my God. You can swear to you God, can literally say you were brushing your teeth to that song. <laughs> I, that was, <laughs> I was. I love that fucking band. I've been sleeping on it on the band for a while, but this look up the new album. It's fucking good. Just fucking search up issues. And it's the brand new album that they fucking came out with. It's fucking great. The first the first song hits you in the feels immediately. Like, I don't know if you listen to it, Pat, but the, the newest <clears throat> the first album of the of this uh the album was fucking oh my god. It was uh, admit, the, there was only one song on the record that I liked. And it's not even like one of their singles either. It's the fucking song Rain. For some Rain reason it was Rain, pretty good. Rain like I found that song relatable. Yeah. That was it, though. That was the only now, one that is, I really cared about. Drink About well, It was cool the first time I listened to it. Yeah, Drink no. About It was good. Drink About It was really good. Um, Here's to You was really good. It hit you in the feels. Fine Forever is really good. Um, And Your Sake. How did you like Your Sake, Pat? How did you like Your Sake? That definitely hits me in the feels. Uh, that's that's issues oh. that I'm familiar with right there because that sounds like their older stuff right there. Yeah, because Even I've shown it's you, just him and piano, but like, yeah, I've shown you disappear because that reminds me of disappear. Yeah. Oh my it's god! Very, it's so very good. much like that. Well, now, anyway, hmm. check out issues. Check. I'm telling you. All there the weren't even that many screams on that on that album. So, like, if you think about it, this is the furthest from heavy album that they've ever put out. Oh yeah, no, that's a fact. But um, when, when they did it, it meant something. Like, it felt like it meant something. As soon as they I added, definitely like, agree with that. It, it's a good album, guys. It really is. Like all the viewers and all the listeners, check out the new issues album. You will not be so, disappointed. I do have one question for you. Did you feel like the title track lacked a lot for it to be the title track? Like it um, felt like it was. It didn't feel like it was the title track. No, but I was. I was honestly disappointed of how it should have been switched. Okay. It should have been the album cover, the album title with the song that should have been first at least in the whole track, um, the layout of the tracks. That should be first, and the first one should be honestly with the slow one. I mean, it fits well. Don't get me wrong; the album fits well. It flows well, but I had. But for your personal title, preference, it should yeah, have been. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I mean, either way, it fits fantastic. I shouldn't say, like... Honestly, the album's great. I have to say, the album's great. Look it up. It now, got me off the Infant Annihilator. So, can I make the joke? 
Can I make the joke? <laughs> sure. As as everyone's favorite alcoholic, if you're you know a listener of the show, you're aware that Kyle's our favorite alcoholic. I just the first three songs are Kyle in a nutshell. Here's to you. Drink about it and find forever. They're literally <laughs> all songs about alcoholism. Like, yeah. <laughs> like um, I'm not gonna lie. I was very close for your sake. Uh, that that song, your sake yeah, for yeah. your sake. I almost cried. 100. percent I was very close. Very close. Um, but you kept it together, and I'm proud. Oh of you. no, I did. I did kept. I did keep it together. Um, it was. Oh my god! Like. It was really good. I I can't specify how good it was because it got me off of Infant Annihilator. And I've been on so, Infant Annihilator for a while. There's a song that kind of hit me in the feels recently. Oh, boy. And it's by We Came As Romans. Really? Because they're, they're back. Now, for those of you that aren't familiar with the We Came As Romans story... About a year ago, Kyle Pavone, I might be fucking up his last name, so I do apologize if I did, <laughs> but, Kyle, but Kyle died, and it was kind of tragic. It was an accidental overdose. Nobody saw it coming, and it was a huge blow to the band because Kyle is, for those of you that listen to the band We Came as Romans, he is the clean singer. He is a big part of the band. Not to say that the screamer wasn't, but it's just... You know, you lost one of the major voices of the band. It's not like so, it's not like Chester with Lincoln Park. It's not with it's not that he literally was the band. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. He was. he was. So here's the thing. All right. Their Cold Like War album that was in twenty seventeen was good. It was it was slept on because it it was, you know, it, it it was a good album, but it was slept on yeah. because it was just another album that wasn't quite like the first few that they did. So, um, Carry the Weight definitely hits you in the feels, but this because they put out two singles. All right, they put out Carry the Weight, which has a video for it, but on Spotify, I don't know if they have it on YouTube or not yet. But the song from uh, the first note, I don't know. The song from the first note literally hit me in the fucking feels because that is the song where they said they couldn't replace him. They couldn't fucking replace Kyle. There's just like no way they could do it. And this so. Is, I mean, I can see that. I definitely can see that. It's like the same thing with Avenged Sevenfold when the drummer died or with Chester with Lincoln Park. Here's the thing, though. They did replace the drummer of Avenged Sevenfold. Which they fucking shouldn't have. Because he's No, they should have just called the band quits and then just all like went their separate ways. Yeah, but because the drummer is fucking garbage. <laughs> I don't care for the new drummer either. Especially after that Hail the King album. It was very... It was Hail to the King was garbage. <laughs> Hail to the King was fucking garbage. But anyway, no, especially... I shouldn't say Event Sevenfold. I should say Lincoln Park. You cannot replace Chester. That's a you, fact. You just can't. You can't. As a complete fact. I've made this point since like, since like the early 2000s. All right. Drowning Pool without David isn't the same. The yeah. Sinner album is the only good Drowning Pool album. But yeah. thing with thing is, all right, I have to give props 
to the vocalist, the, the harsh vocalist of We Came As Romans, because he took up the mantle to start singing like Kyle. And I got to give him a lot of credit because this oh, sounds yeah. fucking good. It sounds good. Like, if I wasn't, like, actively listening to it, I would have thought Kyle was still there. I really would have thought Kyle was still there. And that's pretty fucking good. <laughs> that's pretty fucking good. But I was actively listening. I've been a fan of the band for a long time. I can notice the subtle differences. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, this album is going to be so heartfelt. Like, just knowing that this song from the first note, it fucking hit me in the feels. Because it's just, if you're familiar with what the title of the song is referencing to, I don't remember exactly what the song was called, but there is a song early, early in their career that goes, the chorus is something to the effect of, uh, I knew (sighs) from the first note that I ever sang, I knew this was my future from the first note I ever sang, something to that effect. Um, And so it really says that like he's, he knows where the band started. He knows there's no way he can just like get another clean singer. It just doesn't work that way. So they're going to keep going the way they've been with what they've got and just try to push forward. So, and, you know, from the first note into carry the weight. So it just, it makes sense. I'm, yeah. I'm stoked for this album. I think it's the first um, We Came As Roman, Romans album that I've been this hyped about. But I'm, I'm proud of these guys. They turned something tragic, flipped it and reversed it, and made it into something positive. It's the same thing with, I don't want to bring them up, but it's the same thing with Slipknot, the gray chapter. It's the same Mm -hmm. thing with that. I don't Um, think it will flop like the gray chapter did. Yeah. Unfortunately, it sucks how the gray chapter flopped. Like It really does, especially with a tribute to Paul Gray. Which, which, which really Paul sucks. Gray was really the best thing about that album, though. Yeah, especially Goodbye. That was the best song out of the whole album, honestly. Because it actually talked about Paul Gray, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, now, other than that, um, what, what were you going to say? Oh, well, I was going to um, say, I was going to say, Sworn In dropped some some pretty cool. New music. Okay, I didn't know about that, but um, our boys, Hopewell Furnace, is oh, coming yes. out. You guys are awesome, uh-huh. and we'll continue to shout you guys out because you guys are amazing. Uh, great dudes, check them out, listeners and viewers, check them out. They're awesome, awesome we had dudes. The pleasure to interview them not too long ago. Yes, and, and check that video out. Check that video out. Um, they come out, I believe it's October 16th. They're coming out with a new thing. They haven't really figured out what they're going to, I mean, they probably do know what they're going to do, but <laughs> probably there's, they're, they're putting hints out. So I'm hyped of what they're going to do October 16th. So that's going to be on my radar and it should be on yours. So look up hope. Well, Furnace. They're amazing, amazing dudes. Check them out. And make sure they're on your radar October 16th. So, 
shifting gears a little bit, Swornin's release was the song Gunfight, and it was a bit of a banger, but it is not what I'm used to from Swornin. It just, it, it felt like they were trying to just kind of rehash their old shit, which, you know, maybe their maybe the next few songs. Good. Their old oh, shit no, is good. No way I'm not, I'm not disrespecting them at all in any way, shape, or form. I do feel like the, the songs that come forward might excite me more than this particular song, but I am still psyched to see that there is new sworn in on the horizon. Um, I will say, though, Spite, it, it didn't really drop the ball for me, but it really didn't, you know, take it all the way home for me either. Yeah. The new Spite record was all right. It was all right. I might give it like a 7 out of 10 after re-listening to it. But right now, I'm just not... Like, there's cool parts here and there. But as a whole, the whole record just isn't... It doesn't really um, resonate too hard with me. I'm not a fan of Spite. So I can't really... <laughs> I can't really yeah, say anything. I know. I'm not a fan of Spite at all. Here's the so thing, I though. Can't... They definitely grew on me. Like, I never used to be either. But they fucking grew yeah. on me. And I know um, because I follow Franz on Instagram and Snapchat, but Franz Attila is making a new album. Um, How? They just, <laughs> Didn't they yeah, just release an album? Yeah, I know. But they're, they're, they just created, a, apparently, in quote, in, and I quote from Franz, the hardest song they've ever made. So I'm curious of what the hell they're going to come out with, because the reason why I know this is because he put it on his story. It's a, uh, I don't know if it was Instagram or Snapchat. I believe it was Instagram. He posed a little girly kind of photo, like a very feminine kind of photo. And he's like, he said, I j we just recorded the hardest album that, or the hardest song that we've ever done. And you are posing as like a little girl. <laughs> so I don't know, but apparently they're making a brand new song, I guess. And they recorded the hardest song that they've ever done, which I don't know if I'm hyped I'm about it. Say I don't know sure. if I'm not. I'm yeah, just going to say sure. sure. We we went through this with Slipknot. Like, yeah, sure, I'll believe it yeah, when I sure. see it. Yeah, I mean, exactly. For for you know trying to get the hype built about new music from Attila, but yeah, there's one band in particular I'm hyped about, and that's Cattle Decapitation, because yes. the two singles that they have put out so far have been heavy as fuck. So. I have to say something to the listeners and you and viewers. Oh, oh. I actually enjoyed the Kettle Decapitation songs. Yes! It's a victory for death metal. <laughs> now, I am not a huge, as the listeners and viewers know, I am not a huge fan. I am not at all. I actually dislike Kettle Decapitation. But... I've tried to listen to them, and honestly, I'm starting to like them from this album. So I'm hoping this album is really good so I can get into de Cattle Decapitation. 
I gotta say, like, just for starters, like, this is probably the best album artwork they've ever had. Because some of their previous um, yeah. artwork has been pretty fucking weak. It's just, but like, this one right here is pretty sick. It's got the, the skeleton with a sickle, and it's got the, the earth yeah. kind of in flames on its shoulder. It's, pr- it's pretty fucking sick. My, my description of it doesn't know justice. Just go and check it out. The song that they released most recently is Bring Back the Plague, which lyrically doesn't mean shit to me. But when you listen to how hard the song hits, holy fuck. If I were wearing yeah. panties, they'd be dropping. That's how, <laughs> that's how I feel about that. <laughs> And if you think about it, it was it was only about a month ago that they released their the first uh, single off of the album, which is One Day yeah. Closer to the End of the World. And both songs have been fucking bangers. So, yeah, uh, I I have high hopes. I have high hopes. I'm hoping. Capitation, please don't let me down. Please don't let me down. Don't let me down because I'm not a fan of you. Don't let don't. me down. Me down. Don't let me down. <laughs> um, so you like Ice Nine Kills, right? <clears throat> I absolutely do. Have you heard the acoustic song that they put out recently? No, I didn't. I you know didn't. the song "Stabbing in the Dark." I do. It's they put out an acoustic. Good. They put an acoustic version of it. Who's featuring? On that song. I do not know. Matt Heafy. Otherwise really? known as the guy from Trivium. The no! fucking singer of Trivium's on that shit. No. <laughs> and it's it's fucking sick. Uh it's it's hard for me to imagine this band going acoustic with their newer record because it just has so many transitions oh, yeah. where it goes from clean to heavy to clean to heavy. It's not like you know, like the fearless uh, algorithm that we spoke of earlier, where yeah. clean choruses, hard verses, and breakdowns. It's Ice not Nine that Kills. Simple. Yeah, Ice Nine Kills has to be one of my favorite metalcore bands. One of the my favorite metalcore bands. they dropped this year is one of my favorite albums. And the thing is, yeah. is I've, and I've been saying for a while now that the whole horror element has been kind of played out, but they, I, yeah. they're trying to pay homage to it. They're not just like saying, hey, they- we like yeah. these movies. Let's write some songs about it. No, they actually well, know what they're talking about. They're definitely different. They're a different band because their last album was, I actually have it. Um, it's, it's about books by Stephen King and different other mm-hmm. books. It's good. It's, it's different literature. It's not just about, you know, yeah. popular uh, movies in American subculture. So, Especially that one song that they put out about it, which was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. But other than that, it's they're different. They're a different metalcore band, and they're they it works. They work. I don't think it would work as well if he didn't have such a phenomenal clean singing voice. Exactly. Like his range is actually pretty fucking amazing. It's something to speak about. Oh like, yeah. It's something that's like seriously noteworthy when listening to this band is that he has and you have to watch his live performances to really appreciate his range. Oh, yeah. Uh, But 
Let's see here. I know that Veil back of on Mind. last episode, that would be another band that I would want to want to fucking see live. Oh, Going absolutely. back on last episode. Oh, but anyway, absolutely. Oh yeah, definitely. But anyway, Veil of Maya put out a track recently, Members Only, and I gotta be I gotta be honest, it didn't really excite me. It was exciting <laughs> to see new music from Veil of Maya, but I really didn't. It it was just yeah. Eh. Um. And I think that's really it, aside from Nile. I promise I will talk about the new Nile album next week, because what I've heard so far was pretty good, which was, what's the fucking song called again? Um, Vile Nilotic Rights. Sure. I'm guessing that that's the, the title track, because that's what it looks like the album's called. But, yeah, so I'll talk about that next week, because I've only listened to that song so far. Um Anything else? I don't believe so. Minus, like I said, issues and the Hopewell Furnace October Mm -hmm. 16th. Listen to those guys. October 16th. Listen to those guys. They're awesome. Look them up. If you're an artist or a musician out there, just do me a favor and don't cover Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. Just, Just do me that favor. Because yeah. if I see another cover of Bad Guy, I might just lose my shit. Billie Eilish is not that good, people. She is it's, not that good. I don't think that's why people are covering Bad Guy. I think p- people are covering that song because it's on the hype train right now. People well, are yeah, into that song. Everybody's heard that song at least ten times by now. But it's like it, she's not good. <laughs> I've listened to Billie Eilish. I've actually given her a chance. She's fucking garbage. Stop covering that bitch. Please. I will say, I don't think she's garbage. I don't think she's as good as... I don't think she deserves... She's overhyped. Spreading. overhyped. Yes, yes. Definitely overhyped. Um, that That's for damn sure. And that recent performance... Yeah. I actually did watch that recent performance that she did where she was kind of like upside down during certain... It was... It was cool-ish for, like, you know, modern, like, mainstream America. That was shocking to mainstream America. But there's just so much shit out there. (laughs) Guys, Joey from Slipknot did it better. (laughs) That's That's a fact. All right. Shall we move on to our topic of the week? We shall. Topic of the week coming up after the break. Boom. back, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> the, the alcohol is kicking in. <laughs> yeah, because that's the only thing that's fucking kicking in right now. I'm kicking in your door. <sighs> oh, I hope you do, baby. Oh, shit. It's lit. So, Kyle. What are we going to be uh, bullshitting about as we We are going to bullshit. We are going to bullshit. I shouldn't have grabbed another beer, but I did. Um, that's, <laughs> not a, that's not that surprising at all. All right, chill Nothing out. New. Chill out. Yeah. I feel <laughs> but uh, anyway. I feel great. Uh, yeah. Um, we are going to talk about genres that we would honestly do. Different metal genres or... Any genres that we would like 
that we would do personally. Um, would you like to start out, Pat? Um, I'll start because I do have a little bit of a uh, a background in music. So, thing is, is I have yeah, done do. kind of I've done kind of like the Bless the Fall style, where it was like that post hardcore. Uh, metalcore yeah. style like that was my first real band heaven's fall like that was our that was our sound at the time and then i had like this motionless and white wannabe kind of band dead on sight you kind of um, look like him at uh, one point. you know you know jen roasted me pretty fucking hard recently about that she was like she was telling me I that like it was i love your wife to be, the joke was that we wanted to be motionless and white so fucking bad that I cut my hair like his and did makeup just like his. And that it was to the point where when we were at one of their shows, Chris was like looking at me like, what? So that was the, that was the joke. Um, is that like, I was trying that hard to be motionless and white. I don't see it that way, but I entertain the joke because I do think it is kind of funny to roast me like that. Oh yeah. You're, you're more than welcome to go ahead and try, but in any case, in any case, uh, style, genres of music, like lately I've been dabbling in two genres of music. Um, the techno core, which is kind of like no guitars, but heavy metal yeah. drums and synths. That's what I've been kind of fucking with lately. Between that and like emo slash goth hip hop. Those have been the two that I've been fucking with most recently. Um, what about you, Kyle? Um, I'd have to say emo rap. Obviously, metalcore. That's one of my favorite genres of all time. Metalcore and um, whatever Sworn In is. What is Sworn In? Ooh, that's an interesting question because I've always kind of pictured them as a a more hardcore metalcore band. Because yeah, they definitely that's... don't have the cleans that like some metalcore bands have, where they yeah. have that like post hardcore sound. But I would even say that they're more like post post hardcore, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> no, After post, I mean it does and it doesn't. But um, something along the lines of sworn in, like hardcore, kind of. I would have to say either metalcore or whatever sworn. Post hardcore, post post hardcore, whatever sport <laughs> it is. Honestly, metalcore, post post hardcore, and Even emo trap. You, you've got a, a very special part of your heart is set for bands like Issues and for bands like Slipknot. So, <sighs> you kind of going like right down the middle with all of those. All right, something that's got enough cleans yeah. to keep you, to keep you, you know, really shining. But then yeah. those harsh vocal moments that really just like you need a banger moment. Yeah, it's new metal mixed with metalcore, that mixed Which with hardcore would have natural like emo uh, rap yeah. elements. Because like thing is. All right, hear me out. Because, like, the trap metal industry and, like, the emo rap industry have been kind of very experimental over the last couple of years. And so trap metal, what's, mm, trap trap metal, metal is, is tough to listen to. 
Oh, it's, my it's, God. it's tough to listen to. I hate to say it so much, but there's a lot of people that are into trap metal. It's fucking garbage. Most <laughs> of it is garbage. Like, I'm sorry. Whoever is into trap metal or trap core, whatever the fuck it's called, it's garbage. Fucking stop. <laughs> fucking stop. Like a thousand people out of every million people in America that actually do listen to the genre. So yeah, just keep that in mind. We're not you talking really about. You have to do it well. You re- like you have to do it that good. Has come, and I mean this. The closest that has come is that guy Vokills. Now, personally, I find him very cringeworthy. I just think yeah. he's fucking annoying as a person. I mean, come on, he went on The Voice, and just to be annoying, yeah, that fucking guy, yeah, that guy. All right. There are other artists like Gizmo. And I'm pretty sure Gizmo we've had a conversation. I'm pretty sure we've had a conversation with him as well. About him. We've talked about, about him on the podcast before. Not even on the podcast. Just when we were at Regis at the time, I'm pretty sure we've talked to, talked to him. I played him his music personally. for you guys. I played his oh, music yeah. for you. Because well, at like, the time, what I was saying was like, I like the beats. I like what he's yeah. trying to do. Yeah. I don't like how it came out. Lyrically, he needs somebody to ghostwrite lyrics for him. Like, seriously. The like, shit honestly, he to talk about is just court, stupid. Trapcore should honestly be a version, a different version of metalcore. That's honestly the uh, only way trapcore could possibly exist. The only way Trapcore could exist in my eyes is if they found a way, the perfect way, to distort 808s so that the top, the the high end of 808s has like that grain, that that graininess that sounds almost like um, chugging guitars, but the low end of it still sounds like a clean 808 the way you would normally hear it in hip hop. All right? If you could do that and then do it so that it sounds like a chugging pattern. Make it sound like a breakdown. There you go. You got trap core that could work. But the thing is, is that like that 7XVN guy that I showed you guys. Yeah. It's just, it's just bad mixes for the sake of making bad mixes. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, like I'm trying to figure dance it out. Floor even worse. <laughs> Minus the pedophilia. (laughs) And you know what? All right. I'm going to make a little bit of a controversial statement here. I think that Blood on the Dance Floor is at least a little bit better than most trap metal artists. Oh, no, that's a fact. Why? Because the guy, the real mastermind behind Blood on the Dance Floor, the producer, the guy that wrote all the songs, he knew how to write music. The singer Davi, Davi just didn't know how to fucking sing, and that's the real issue that people have. He also had a problem of touching kids, but that's besides the point. (laughs) That is and it isn't beside the point. (laughs) Like, you know, they have well deserved the hatred that they have received. But I can at least say that the music, the instrumental part of the music, they have that shit kind of figured out, especially towards the end especially towards the end of their career. But with these trapcore artists, it really just seems like a lot of them are just making bad mixes for the sake of making bad mixes. 
Like to yeah. the point where it's just really noisy sounding, like noise core for yeah. hip hop. So think of it that way. Noise core for hip hop is what you got when you think of trap core. Yeah. <sighs> Man. But long story short, it would honestly for me, it would be hard post post hardcore. Or hardcore, whichever one. Metalcore. Metal or new metal. <laughs> yeah, new metalcore. Honestly, that would be most likely me. Honestly. Yeah. Mixed with emo trap. Emo trap. Because part of me wants to start doing some, like, um, little peep type stuff. Because... There are a lot of artists that are kind of hopping on that emo uh, rap bandwagon, and when I hear what they're doing, I I feel like it's so close, but not quite. Do you feel me on that? Yeah. No, no, I feel you. And that's probably why I have listened to Save Our Souls by Jake Hill and Josh A. So many fucking Oh, yeah. Times. That album is probably going to get my album of the year because I've listened to it so many fucking times so far. No, I don't know. Issues and Infant Annihilator is getting real. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm torn. I'm fucking. I hear you, man. I hear you. What it comes down to at the end of the year is, you know, just what you vibe with the most. Because granted, these albums are fucking fantastic. Oh, yeah. I've always wanted to be in a blackened deathcore type band. Something that was, you know, super dark, super evil sounding and just heavy as fuck. But like, I just don't have the vocals for it. I wish I did. I wish I did. But I just don't. (sighs) I can see you more as a metalcore person. And I know you're you've not the first person to say that either. Yeah, I know. And I know you've kind of accepted it and you don't yeah. want to accept it at the same time. Cause you I, I honestly picture you as a deathcore or like like you said, a black and deathcore vocalist. Just personality wise, that's that's kind of how I see myself. Um and lyrically, like my lyrics always wind up coming out coming out super dark and shit like that like to the point where even when i showed him to matt he was just like it just feels like you're writing shit that's meant to be super dark and doesn't make any fucking sense <laughs> but to be uh, fair like i, I intentionally write a- shit <laughs> no but i don't to be know fair, if that's a fucking shot at matt no, i don't know no. if that's a shot at matt but <laughs> no um to be fair, I mean, the kid listens to, to dance music a lot, so I wouldn't expect him to understand where I'm coming oh, yeah. from. Um, yeah. But, like, to be per- to be honest, like, I write music that's vague for the sake of being vague a lot of times. Yeah, right, um, right, 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 right. Because I really do think that, like, when it comes to, like, from a writing standpoint, I don't think you should pour too much of yourself into your music because then the listener yeah. can't listen to it from their perspective they're only hearing your story i think that like some of my favorite music out there for me personally is the music that i listen to and i can connect with because through the art that they created i've written my own story to it yeah like i think that people should kind of take their own interpretation to it right i think that's really important 
But yeah, I mean, in all right to sum it all up, to sum all this all up of what <laughs> would, of what we would personally be would be a mixture of either hard for me would be either post hardcore, new metal, or metalcore. That would be personally me. You know what I think would be fun. And I think industrial, an industrial hardcore band would be a lot of fun. Something Ooh. that sounds super noisy, but also still sounds clean, like bands like, uh, like Sworn In and shit like yeah. that. Something that sa- has that kind of like hardcore vibe, but still has industrial elements that are like noisy yeah. at the same time. I think that, that would be yeah. really fun. That'd be pretty dope. But. Um, I think that concludes the topic of the week. I believe it does. I believe it does. So as we wrap up this week's episode, I want to refer you guys to the interview we did with the Hopewell Furnace. Those guys are fucking awesome. Go check out the new music that they have coming out on October 16th. Kyle's pretty fucking hyped about it. I'm pretty hyped about it. They're fucking (laughs) dope people. They're dope guys. I love those guys to death, but ugh, fucking listen to it. I believe it's October 16th. I might be wrong, but I know it's somewhere this month. I know it's in this month. Just go follow all of their social medias, all right? And oh, yeah. keep them on your radar when they have new music. Get on that shit. Absolutely. Which is probably the most out of left field band for for you to like. I feel like. Yeah, like, I mean, cool I'll, I'll, yeah, they're awesome guys. Um, I'm more of obviously metalcore, but I, I love the guys to like death. They're awesome. And you like your whole. I do like. I do like my infant annihilator. I love my issues, and I love my Hopewell furnace. I know you meant the band issues, but part of me definitely thought you meant just, oh, I like my issues. I've got my issues, but I like them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, got, I definitely got issues, but um, yeah. Yeah. All right. We won't take two weeks to put out an episode next week. I promise. I hope not. <laughs> I won't let it happen two weeks in a row. Fuck that. That's a fact. Fuck. But that. I'm also not going to record an episode tomorrow to make up for <laughs> time loss. <laughs> I mean, I'm free, but. Oh, uh, unfortunately, I have to go and hang out at Starbucks for seven hours. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. All right. So, as always, check out the Instagram, the Facebook group, and my TikTok. And <laughs> and our YouTube channel because even though I haven't posted anything yet, our episodes will at some point make its way onto YouTube, so Plus you can see my, our ugly faces. My reaction, yeah, exactly. Plus my reaction, Patrick. Oh, and your reaction. That shit find, needs to find its way onto YouTube. You know, I'll probably do yeah. that later today. I'll probably do that. I hope today. you do. <laughs> By the time this episode is out, you'll 
I'm hoping before the episode this comes out, I'm really hoping for this episode because it would make sense. It's gonna. All right, Patrick, you better. (laughs) Patrick, I'm gonna be your wife for a second, Patrick. Oh, hey Jen, you want to hear this? <laughs> oh fuck! I hit my phone. Run away, Kyle. Run while you still can. <laughs> All right, guys. Tune in next week. Bye bye. Bye.